Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. I hope you guys are doing great, and I'm excited to bring you guys part four with Leah Ratz. And today is going to be going over what hiring managers look for when hiring candidates in medical device sales. As you guys have heard in the previous episodes, Leah was hiring for an associate sales rep. And so she's going to just share her experience and what she looked for in candidates that helped them stand out for who she would choose to hire. I'm really excited for this episode for you guys. Appreciate you listening. And let's get into it. I would love to go into, I know that's what these listeners are uh, waiting for. And again, this will be the second part of a, a podcast. I'm excited for it. But what you look for in people that you're hiring, associates. I know we talked offline, you know, yeah. um, some things we would think is common sense. Uh, you Jeez. find out it's not common sense with people. Not at all. And so I would love to not just have for the listeners, you know, when you're hiring somebody, when you're looking for an associate, what makes them separate themselves from the people who aren't? And you can use examples of like bad interviews or people who weren't prepared or whatever it was. Yeah. So, you know, you're obviously going to get the, the standard interview questions. And when you say standard interview questions, it could, it could really be anything, but going into an interview, you need to be confident and not just confident, like cocky confidence where you're like, I got this. I don't need to prepare or anything. We need to do the basics of show up with your, your resume. If it's to tell it, you sent the, you sent your resume beforehand, go over and beyond. And like, at least my, the last associate I hired, she had every single company that I had, um, she saw on my LinkedIn that I was carrying. She went and went through all the pros and cons and all the, not cons, but like all the good things about each, all the products for each of those lines and went and said good things about each of those products too. It wasn't even just the company. She went and researched what products I was selling and just to have that ready. She had um, resumes ready. I didn't even ask for all that, but she was prepared and ready to go. So that's the common sense stuff. It's like, you know, you can Google how to do a good, a, a good interview. You know what I mean? At least put that bit of work in. Like, what do I need to impress someone on an interview? And it's being on time, having your resume ready, having, you know, just that's the obvious stuff. I, at least I thought, yeah. um, but when it comes down to like what I was looking for when I was interviewing, 100% personality too. Like, I don't know, you can prepare all you want, but if you're really hard to talk to and not personable, I'm so sorry for yeah. my cat open the door. So uh, you're I'm good. So sorry for you're good. In the background. But um, you have to be personable. It's all about your personality and how easy you can hold a conversation too. All day. Like, I say this all the time because people will call me and I'm like, if you talk like this and you're really hard to talk to and I have to pull questions out of you, nobody's going to hire you. You could have the perfect resume, but you want to be able to last. Nobody wants to talk to you. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot to be said with that. Well, and then it was a lot of like, you know, come prepared, not just your resume. Like look at what companies like, you know, like for me, I, it's not straightforward. I don't work for Stryker where it's like, Oh, I know you work for Stryker and these are the Stryker products. Yep. For me, on my LinkedIn, it states all the companies that I represent. And for me, I was having a lot of people that were interviewing with me that weren't even taking the time to even look at what those companies were. So they would start asking me questions during the interview like, oh, so what's your total joint line that you represent? And I'm like, why am I like, you know, I shouldn't have, like, why do you want to work with me then? Yeah. If you don't even know what companies I'm representing. Which, yep. 
then why do you want this job? Yep. You know what I mean? Like it just that was like a huge like turnoff. Another thing that was a turnoff to me was asking a simple question of tell me about yourself. I know I saw like that meme that said something along the lines of like, oh, I hate when interviewees like ask you to tell about myself because my resume is right in front of your face. Honestly, I'm not looking for what's on your resume. I could read it. But a lot of people, when I say, tell me about yourself, just that simple, they just resort to reading off the resume as if they don't know anything about themselves and they have to read their book. And the resume doesn't tell you anything because like if you look at my resume, I got a couple of jobs. That doesn't say who I am as a person. It doesn't say how I grew up or where I come from. Nothing. I don't know. Maybe I'm narcissistic, but if someone told me to tell me about them, myself, I wouldn't shut up. I'm like, <laughs> well, this one time in 2012, I went, you know, like it just, it just would blow my mind when I would ask just a simple, broad question. Well, like, because the, the thing I talk about yourself. Well, the thing I tell pe people, if you can't sell yourself, then who's you going can't. to? Yeah, right? it's and, the and then what thing, but it's true. And then what product, How if you can't sell yourself, how, like when we say this, you're the product when you're trying to get hired, right? And then mm -hmm. once you go in, you're selling a product, right? But if you can't sell yeah. you, who you should know better than anybody else and why you're the right person for this position, it's really hard sell to be like, let me take a chance on you, pay you money, yeah. and then expect you to do success if you're not exactly. even sure about and you. that just comes back to what i meant by like being confident when you walk in there because if you're confident in yourself and you know you're the shit oops am i allowed to say that yeah, yeah of course <laughs> if you know you're the shit then own up to your shit and prove everybody that you're the shit you know like yeah. be confident like you know when i went to my interview i was like yeah did this i backpacked for two years by myself like i was able to do that like i knew what i brought to the table and I knew what I did for my organization. Like I, I, I was just so confident in myself. I know that sounds cocky, but I, I knew, I also knew that I didn't know anything about the industry to an extent. So and that's a beautiful thing to say. I was just going to say, there's the, there's the uh, confidence enough to be like, no matter what area I get thrown into or what situation, I'm going to figure it out. But also where it's like, I'm not the best. I know I have a lot to learn because I was the same, same way. I actually said this to people like, if you don't want to take a chance on me, that's okay. Whoever does is going to be happy they did, and I'm going to make them successful. I know I have a lot to learn, but you can throw me in the ocean. Yeah. I'll figure out how to float. I'll somehow. figure it out. Like I moved out just a little, like right before I got this job, right after medical sales college, I packed up my car in Philadelphia. And so then moving to, L I'm moving to California, I had no apartment. I had no job. I had no friends or family in California. I was living off of a line of credit. You know, from being unemployed, from going to the sales school, I was broke. I was so poor. I didn't even know how my car was going to make it to California. <laughs> and when I sat in my, inter I got the interview with my current distributorship as I was driving out here. And he's like, all right, where are you going to live? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't even know Hollywood was in Los Angeles. Like for as much of a traveler, I didn't even like, I just was like, I knew that when I got to Cali, I'd either start serving tables, like find something. I knew that I was going to make it work. And I was going to survive, you know, off of my line of credit, you know, I was like, yeah. I had nothing to offer, like when it came to money. And even so I told my boss, I said, my distributor, the guy interviewing me at the time, I said, look, I have nothing, nothing when it comes like I'm dirt poor right now. I don't know where I'm living. I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. I said, but I promise you that's only going to make me work harder. Yep. Want to work harder. And he looked at me. He's like, Leah, you sold me like he. After the first interview, he offered me the job right on the spot. 
And usually this job is like eight interviews long. It was just because like, you know, I pretty much was like, I wouldn't say I was begging and pleading, like, give me the job. But I was like adamant, like I knew what I brought to the table and I proved it to him that like this, I was hungry. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you to go say, I'm like, come feed me a boar. But like, I don't know. I it was, but it was what with your story. It's if you give me an opportunity, I don't have any other option. Like it's, I tell people burn the boats, right? If you don't have anything else to go back to and you're like, I'm going to do whatever <laughs> it takes, you're going only going to figure out how to be successful. But I don't oh, think you yeah. should either lie about either because we see right through. Oh my gosh, I was I, interviewing this girl. I say this all the time though: is you're selling to salespeople who do this for a living. Yes. Oh my gosh, I was like, I asked this girl during an interview a standard interview question. The story just went from crazy to absolute nonsense in two seconds. My my colleague and I are texting. You're like, you really believe what's coming out of this girl's mouth? I'm like, no, like, this is not true. Yes, my life is very, like, stories like that of, like, this can't, could not have happened to you, Leah. I'm like, I swear. Like, it's just a story of my life. But we could read through bull crap. So don't, don't lie in yep. your interview. You could tell by body language. You could tell by the story even makes sense. Like, you're going to, if anything, you're going to end up telling on yourself in the story. A hundred percent. Just figure it out. Like, I don't know, like. If, if, if you have to really think about a time where you were really hardworking, maybe this job is not for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Not everybody's poor and comes from humble beginnings. And you have to say my why. But if you can't think of your why and what makes you, because like I said, this job's not for everybody. No. And I, I would not, like I said, there's not many people that I would put my name on and say, I recommend this person yep. to do this job. No way. I would never do that. Yep. You guys can all call me. And beg me to put my like my no stamp my, of approval. No way. I would never do it. I'm sorry. Even if I unless I really knew you and I saw how much you guys were really trying. But it's like I don't know, it's like a big I, there's I, people that hire people they know into the industry and it's disastrous because yep. they're like, Oh, I think I know them, then they're not working hard, and then it's like, Oh, how do I fire them? And now I'm stuck with this person, or you, I don't know, it's just well, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship or anything. Anybody can fake stuff for three months, six months, a year. People can fake it the whole time. Yeah. You don't know really what you're getting, but that's when it's like if you that that's where again you'll be able to tell if they're lying. Like again, because we do this for a living. Yeah. But I just tell people it's like, what's your, what's your real why? Because if you, like I I say this all the time when we talked about like medical sales college, who would talk about I want a job, right? And then I have a kid call me who's an immigrant, his family immigrated, he's doing this to pay for him and his four other family members that are living in a one bedroom apartment. I'm like, that kid's going to win all day long. That's that's all, that's that's all I need to know. Yeah. My distributor is the same way. He came from immigrant parents that came from absolutely nothing and he needed something way to support himself. And he grinded and hearing like, like the older reps on my team and my, my boss and what it took and the sacrifice it took them to get to where they are. I don't know. It's just like, you could tell, like one of my colleagues was working the morning of his wedding. My boss has missed most of his kid's life. Do I say like, that's the right way? No, but they had to do what they had to do to, to, to keep the business and attain the business that they had and get to where they are. Yep. Um, And I always say like, what works for them might not work for me and vice versa. And you'll figure out your own like little situation. But until then, if you want to be successful, you have to make those sacrifices, unfortunately. And 
like I said, every specialty, you might not have to make that big of sacrifices, um, depending on the specialty that you get into, but um, that's just like kind of like, hey, you have to work hard. You probably have to work more than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have to be willing to do that. I don't know if I'm willing to do that, and I'm pretty successful. I yeah. might draw a fine line with that, but um, yeah, that's when it, and another thing when it comes to like what I'm looking for you really have to know the why you really have to be I have to see that they're confident they've come prepared they're not just like like walking into the interview expecting like all right here I am you yep. know I mean I have to see that you want it because this job is it I'm constantly proving to myself and the surgeons why I'm going to be their rep and they're going to want to do business with me yes. I'm always selling myself even five years in yep and it's it never ends so if you can't do the hard work in the beginning to get me to want to work with you then all right well you didn't leave an impression on me then i don't know so i'm again if i'm clapping <laughs> no i um, love it i love it leah and again I know this is going to help so many people. I'm excited to make this several parts because you just went into so much detail and people are going to be able to, again, this is what I love about this podcast. It's real. We don't sugarcoat it. It just is what it is because I tell people all the time, I'm not doing this to like, I don't know these people. So it doesn't matter to me if you break in or don't break in, you know, like I hope you do because it can change your life, but we're just here to tell you the truth. If you like it, great. If you don't, great. Like you do whatever you want, but I just appreciate you just being as real and just sharing your journey and sharing your experience. And if people did want to reach out to you, are you okay with sharing your contact or not contact, but like where they can find you? Yeah. Find me on LinkedIn. And and how do you spell your last name? R-A-C as in cat, Z as in zebra. I don't think there, I think there's like one other person out there that, but I'm sure you'll find me. Yeah. And, and I love it. And so everybody who's listening to this, as you guys heard, do not call her and waste her time because she will not, she just isn't going to deal with it. Again, she's a very busy person. And I've said this for myself, but again, this is somebody who does hiring. They know what to look for, but like, if you're going to reach out and, and ask for her time, you guys better do a lot of research and come in because again, there might be times she only has 10 minutes. You need to get the most out of 10 minutes because like I've told everybody, the worst thing you can do for yourself is come unprepared because if you have really specific questions that are to your situation or that somebody else can help you on, that's going to give you the most out of your time with them. But also it's going to show that you do your work and maybe that helps them remember you, you know? So again, if you're going to reach out to Leah, please come prepared. But Leah, again, thank you so much for just jumping on the podcast with us and, and sharing your experience. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you jumping on. And if you guys are watching, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are watching on YouTube, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. And then if you guys are interested, again, in uh, the guide for how I got four job offers from top 30 companies without any previous sales experience, you can get that in the link below. New to medical device sales, also first year in. Again, we just hit quota uh, being in. So you can see how what I've done to take the lowest performing territory in the nation and we'll probably be finishing in the top 10. Uh, But again, we still have a a month to go. So we'll see where that lands. Again, that's first year. And then again, if you guys would like to be added to the email list, if you just go to new medical device sales, you can put your link in. It will send you a free 30, 60, 90 day plan that you guys can use for your interviews. But again, reach out to me on new to medical device sales on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Jacob McLaughlin or Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn. And then all the other platforms. Again, I still jump on calls with you guys. Always happy to help, but make sure you guys come prepared. So again, Leah, thank you one more time and appreciate you guys for listening.
Peace.